transcript show is copyrighted, no one is to use any portion of the show without express written consent <coughs> from myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Art of Relationships show. First episode of the year 2020. Hopefully everybody's uh, holiday season um, went well, went smooth. Uh, my best wishes for out there that have lost uh, loved ones or enduring. You know what, their holiday wasn't all that great. <clears throat> so, back with the Art of Relationships show. We are going to talk about why not kick off the New Year's talking about expectations. We're going to talk about, you know, relationship expectations. And when I say relationship, that could be marriage. It could be, you know, that you want to live together forever and ever, live together, whatever, not be married. Whatever works for you, okay? And again, that is an expectation. Do you have an expectation of maybe one day being married, of not being married, about having a kid, 10 kids, whatever? But are you able to talk about those expectations and you know what what makes it difficult for you to talk about or do you assume that you and your current partner or maybe future lover <laughs> are on the same page about what you want and it's just through osmosis that you agree on that <coughs> excuse me and it's not a right you know right or wrong situation but they're so crucial and those people you know what let's face it how many people got engagement rings over the holiday christmas your birthday was recently around the holidays as well and maybe you already lived together you've lived together a year two years five years and now you're getting married whatever okay but how many people think once you get married everything's going to change everything's going to be different and what are you going to talk about is sex going to be different now that you're married is sex going to be different now that you have a kid or two kids and we're talking about energy and time frames you know what and do you have realistic expectations right everybody wants everything perfect everybody wants me included right we want everything great everything woohoo terrific but let's face it reality sets in so are your expectations are they realistic and who decides if they're realistic or not not me you two do and you need to do a gut check and look at you know what I want to be a multimillionaire. okay how are you gonna be it I'm gonna play the lottery and win it is that a realistic expectation Meh. if you do okay you get lucky okay but let's face it that's probably not a realistic expectations so you need to sort of drop it down a little bit and you know what go after what you want but how are you going to get there and what does it look like to be on the same page and as always you can join in the discussion down below people um say hi say hello whatever you want and please you know what let me know what you want <clears throat> and you know what we're going to go after it okay and join in you can join your you know, question, your topic, anything you'd like to cover as I switch over to my page. Hey, Alicia, what's up? Happy Tuesday to you and happy 2020. So, you know, expectations are so, so crucial and I can't overstate that enough where a lot of people assume that, you know what, we're going to have the same religion. We're going to, you know what, always be on the same page sexually, financially, whatever that means. But there's so many people, I can tell you over the years, that have been married 48 years, they're in my office, and I bring up, you know what, what are your expectations in this area, that area, 
all those aspects, okay? And they look at me like I'm speaking a foreign language outside of English, American English, okay? And I'm not. Um, I don't have that ability or that skill set yet. But what do you do to go after it? And what do you do to look at, you know what, expectations? And these are crucial areas. And I mentioned these before, but I want to run them down and get them, you know what, sort of refreshed in your mind about you know, expectations about love styles. This is crucial, okay? How do you want to be loved? Are you affectionate? Are you, you know, do you like affection? Do you like affirmations? Everybody talks about the five love languages, and I tell people, I'm not a big fan of it, okay? I'll get into that later on in a different episode, but I'm not a big fan of the five love languages, and I, I tell people I like it for the Simple fact, the foundations are great, okay? You need to know, and again, what the expectations are of feeling loved. How do you want to be loved? How do you want to be respected? And the book doesn't go into this, okay? The book goes into, you know, it doesn't go into that as well. You know, how do you want to be desired? How do you want to be, you know, made to feel like you're appreciated, like you're a priority? Those are crucial expectations you need to be able to go on. Hey, Linda, hey, welcome to the show. <clears throat> so you go after those elements and the foundations are great but after that i tell people when <clears throat> the crap hits the fan you know what throw the book out because i believe from a therapeutic standpoint professional standpoint it's kind of useless okay but the foundations are good and the foundations are built on what expectations people so how do you want to be loved how do you want to be desired you know what what does being loved look like and we can talk about you know all these areas but they're so crucial to be able to look at and some people don't know so how are you going to be able to teach your partner what you like what you don't like in the areas of you know what it could be sexuality what are your expectations of a healthy happy sex life okay and to one person could be one thing to another it could be totally different but you need to be able to talk about it for the relationship, let's face it, to be able to progress, to be able to evolve, and if you're going to be together, not be together, and you know what, what your expectations are, it could be financially too, right? How is money spent? Um, do you talk to each other if you spend five bucks at the gas station or going to the store and you spend five bucks at, you know, for a coffee or whatever? Um, are you going to talk about that before you do it? Or do you have different expectations where, you know what, it's your money, it's his money, do whatever you want with it, that type of aspect. And it's not a right or wrong. So you need to talk about expectations, people. And it still amazes me how many couples, I'm going to be honest with you, the majority of couples, I'm talking probably 85% of the couples I see in my office on a daily, on a weekly basis, they don't talk about expectations. They've never had. And a lot of people, let's face it, you might have expectations. Your partner has expectations, but you never discuss them. My question is, why? What gets in the way? Uh, we don't think it's important. Really? Well, you're in my office because why? Well, we, uh, you know, cheated on me or didn't feel loved or I don't communication, right? Well, what are your expectations of you know what? Feeling appreciated. Well, we never talked about it. I don't know what he needs, what she needs. These are crucial areas because it can help, you know what? Get rid of 
the speed bumps or the crevices or let's face it, the craters that your relationship or marriage could run into down the road. And I don't want that for people. That's why I said you might not hit every relationship or marital expectation dynamic, but hit on as many as possible, okay? And you can write them out, you know, hit on sexuality, hit on, you know, parenting, hit on, oh my God, where you're going to live. Religious practices, if you do that. I'm not religious, okay? Um, you know, I mentioned parenting aspects, finances, where you're going to live. You know what? How you're going to be able to, you know, what quality time looks like for both of you. And actually, how much quality time do you need or do you expect in your relationship? Everybody is different. Not only alone time, right? What does individual alone time? One person might need 10 hours a week. The other person only wants one hour a week and thinks the other one is selfish for wanting 10 hours a week alone time. Again, it's not a right or wrong. It's looking at differences and at least you can have, you know what, you know what's coming at you. You know what you're getting and why not get it out of the way at the first, you know what, when you first meet. Why not do that, right? But a lot of people go into it when they talk. And in the dating realm, you know, what happens? They talk about, yeah, I want to get married. I want one or two kids. They get into all that aspect, which, oh, we're on the same page. We're, we have the same religious beliefs or we're not religious, whatever those aspects are. And it's not a right or wrong, but then, oh, we're great. We're terrific. But then it comes down to how are you going to live, right? You move in together. One person loves a country motif. Oh my God, I feel sorry for you. No, I'm bashing, okay? Um, and one person wants more modern or contemporary type aspect, okay? Or American traditional, whatever that is. And you're like, oh, I thought we we're going to do this. I thought we we're going to do that. As many expectations as possible you can run into, right? What about foods? What about household chore expectations? Who's doing the cooking? Who's doing the cleaning? These are all things that are important to you that you need to discuss and what gets in the way. Not only that, people, when you get into an argument, and you will, that's relationships, okay? I want them, of course, you know, less intense and a lot less frequency, of course. We all want that, right? But how are you going to handle conflict? How are you going to handle disagreements and you know what? Are you going to have expectations? You're not going to call, you know, call me a certain name. You're not going to call me out my name. You're going to go into these elements to where, you know what? How are you going to handle them, okay? At least talk about expectations. Again, it's not a right or wrong, people. And a lot of people get into that. If one person, there's an expectation right there. If you disagree with me, you're wrong. No. Okay, how many people actually believe that, right? Let's be honest, people, be real. If someone disagrees with you, you're automatically, you get defensive and think they're wrong. How dare you think differently than mine? Is that, <coughs> excuse me, one of your expectations as well? Everyone's going to agree with me. We're going to be on the same page on everything. And I'm going to tell you, if anything challenges that, it's a relationship, okay? And... You know, the expectation, do you want to, you know, it could be a starter house. One person's looking at moving into, 
your first house. That's a starter house. And one person is looking their expectation that they're going to live in that house, you know, for the rest of their life because that's how I grew up, right? And these are things that are important that you need to be able to talk about, okay? Not only, you know, what about foods that you're going to eat, that you're going to cook? Um, one person's a vegetarian. One person loves meat. And is it a right or wrong, or is it just different? And are you able to balance those situations? And a lot of people, oh, we can handle that. That's not a big deal. And all of a sudden, they're in my office, and something that they originally thought was not going to be a big deal, it's a big deal now. So I don't want that to happen to you. I want you to have a better understanding of, okay, my expectations of a happy, healthy marriage are this, this, and this. You know what? It could be affectionate, that we're on the same page financially. You know, parenting, uh, we have <coughs> about the same parenting styles or parenting philosophies, if you will. You know, our sex life, you know what, if there's a problem with it, we're going to be able to talk about it and discuss about it. Or are you both going to, uh, if there's a problem, yeah, we have the expectation that we're both going to ignore it and let it, it'll go away. And I'm going to tell you, it won't go away. So... What about expectations also as growing as an individual, becoming a better person, becoming, you know, going after each other's independent dreams or individual dreams and goals, and they could be career goals, they could be social goals. These are crucial areas that a lot of people sort of forget about. What about expectations if one person, one of you, wants to go back to college, okay? Never been to college, wants to go to college. Or one person, you know, your college thinking they're all set and awesome, pretty soon they want to go back to, they want to start grad school or change careers. How are you going to handle it and how are you going to be able to talk about it? And a lot of people are afraid to because, right, it's going to create an argument, it's going to create conflict, or it's going to maybe hurt the other person's feelings. Are you going to have the expectations that you can be open and transparent and be able to talk about anything no matter if it does upset each one of you? These are things that are crucial, people, and to be able to go after that and they're, you know what, to be able to look at how you're going to handle disagreement. And a lot of people have a hard time in this area, and I get it, you know what? how you handle conflict, right? I, a couple just left. You know what? I want to handle conflict in an adult way. <clears throat> okay, what does that mean, right? One person could be very emotional and get emotionally upset easily, and the other person could be very cerebral and very calm, cool, and collected. Well, that might not mix, right? I can't believe you're getting emotional and it turns into conflict and you feed off each other. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, a question. How do you come to a middle or a resolution? Now, this is, that's a great question, and it depends on the essence of who each individual is, okay? You could have, for one issue, okay, we'll bring up religious. One is Christian, one is atheist, agnostic, okay? And if you're living together and you love each other, it might not be a big deal. So a middle resolution is, you know what? is the one person, okay, you're okay with me being, say, agnostic, and I'm okay with you, say, being a Christian, and we understand that, you know what, we're okay with that. Now, 
what about the middle ground as far as a relationship aspect as far as you know what now that Christian wants say me agnostic to go to church service with you um, where's that middle ground would they be okay to go with it and they totally are against it now what do you do right or it could be let's talk about sex aspects about meeting a resolution one of you wants sex five days a week and no people it's not always the men that want it five days a week there's a lot of women out there too that are horny I love it <laughs> but you know one person wants it once twice um, a week and the other one wants it five six times a week you know what would you be okay with and again that middle ground is something you both are okay with that you can live with so instead of once twice a week or six times a week maybe you're okay with three times a week you get me how do you reach that middle ground is being able to listen to one another not listen to fight back not listen to disagree but actually listen to each other's points of view and that involves and it gets difficult as we know not over talking each other not interrupting each other even asking or even saying you know what I'm done I'd like to hear your take on it okay it's crucial even though I might disagree with it originally I want to know why you think what you think I want to know how things affect you how they feel with you and as people found the show uh, before I took a few week break you know what I'm crucial um, I should say um, you know I hit on the importance of feelings first I want to know how you're affected what you feel about things are you feeling upset are you feeling okay about it are you feeling excited mad are you feeling taken advantage these are crucial areas to go after so to reach a middle ground you know what I want to know what you feel about this I want to know why you're thinking about it. you know what I never thought about that great idea now if you can go after it but it's the issues that you know what that are the essence of who you are they're crucial how do you reach a middle ground one wants a child the other one doesn't I'm gonna tell you like I said the essence of who you are you can't reach a middle ground you're gonna be miserable one has in you know maybe you decide to um, hey Paul hey welcome man but you know what on the essence of you are who you are I tell people all the time you can't reach a middle ground you know a perfect example one wants a child the other one doesn't and they're hoping that the other one changes their mind and one that didn't want a child all of a sudden pregnant have a child they could love the child I'm not saying that and also be okay with it it can happen but there could be a situation what happens if that person leaves I told you I didn't want a child man woman whatever or gets pregnant and wants to you know have a an abortion you know these are expectations to be able to go after and can you reach a middle ground on the essence of who you are I'm gonna tell you I don't believe you can okay unless both of your the essence of who you are are very similar to a given topic okay um, you reach a middle ground on parenting okay one person thinks the child should be grounded one day the other one should be grounded you know three days okay can you decide and be okay with grounded on two days why do you think this why do you think that you can reach that middle ground on stuff like that but on the essence of who you are and Linda you mentioned about this so someone's gonna be miserable 
You're absolutely correct, Linda. And that's where I tell people the essence of who you are. And people, there can be other professionals, uh, definitely theorists that disagree with me in this field. But I tell people the essence of who you are, when you sell that out, you're going to be miserable, okay? And it's one of those things, and I tell people, you know, about an expectation. What happens if one of us cheats? Okay, we don't want that, you know, whatever. And, you know, it's expectation of what cheating is, okay? These are crucial elements, you know, what cheating is. Talking to the opposite sex or, you know, talking intimately with the same sex if you're a same-sex couple. You know, what does, what constitutes cheating? Emotional cheating, physical cheating, that type of aspect, okay? And a lot of people, well, I think that's cheating. I think watching porn is you cheating on me. What? Huh? What? <laughs> Masturbating is cheating. What? What are you talking about? These are expectations that need to be talked about and discussed, people. And I'm not getting into a right or wrong or debate on that aspect. I'm trying to go after the expectations. <clears throat> and when you have totally two different expectations on the essence of who you are, you will be miserable. One person might be happy, but the other person will be miserable. And I get couples, <clears throat> men, women, doesn't matter, okay? Greg, as long as he is happy, I'm happy. Great, terrific. And men, you know what? Greg, as long as I'm happy, as long as I'm happy as long as she's happy, okay? What if she or he are happy and everything else? And like Linda mentioned, what if you're miserable? What if it is totally against you, right? They're happy, they're feeling great, but you're not feeling loved. You're not feeling desired. You're not even feeling, you know what, cared about. And you're going to tell me you're going to be okay with that as long as your partner is happy or, you know, getting what they want. I'm going to tell you it's just going to be a matter of time where you believe that, where you're not going to believe that anymore because your expectation, you can handle it, it's going to end. Remember I said about realistic expectations, they're crucial. And, you know, expectation of how you handle if one of you is betrayed, you know, it could be an affair, it could be talking behind, you know, each other's backs, that type of thing. How do you handle betrayals? And one person is, in a lot of couples, I get in here and I deal with a lot of people that have had, you know, affairs and that's why they're in here. And Greg, I, I you know what, I hate myself because I said if he or she ever cheated on me, I'd be gone. Then the reality hits, okay? <clears throat> expectations can evolve they can grow you need to be able to look at what causes it okay one person you know they're very remorseful very uh, promises they'll never and they're never gonna cheat again but I tell that person if your needs aren't being met and you promise not to cheat or anything and you're miserable and your partner's okay and happy would you want that and both people I would not want my partner miserable no Greg I would not want to be miserable but these are issues of expectations, people, that you need to discuss and you need to be able to talk about and how you're going to handle things so things don't go sideways, right? What are your expectations of, well, we never talked about that. I hear this often on a daily basis. Greg, you know what? We never talked about it. We never brought it up. I was feeling this way, but I was afraid to bring it up. My question is why and what is your expectation about if you are afraid to talk about expectations in any facet of your life that I mentioned on the show today, okay? They're crucial. You need to be, out, you know, 
able to talk about what happens if you start feeling like your partner is more of a friend, more of a sister, a brother, that type of thing. The passion, the chemistry is gone. When you hug each other, kiss each other, it's like you're just kissing your brother or sister. Ugh. Nobody wants to think about that, okay? I don't either. Now, what do you do about it? These are situations you need to be able to discuss openly. I know, it's not easy, people. I make it sound easy, even with my couples that I have in my office. I tell people, you know what? I don't intend, you know what? I make it sound easy, but I know it's not. It can be gut-wrenching and emotionally. If you have the expectation that you can go after and you learn how each other feels first, how each other thinks, why they think a certain situation that you have the expectation of learning from one another instead of battling, instead of, you know what, being stubborn, instead of the expectation of being right or wrong, that it's more of the expectation of learning from one another, that's going to help you immensely handle situations, okay? So I appreciate you, you know what, tuning in, listening, please share the video, I want to help as many people out there as possible, help you have the relationship that you crave, people. And for the single people out there, also for the relationship that you crave in the future and also with yourself. I'm all about self-love and self-respect, people, and about you practicing those things. And that doesn't mean you're selfish. That's a huge, you know, different topic altogether, okay? Again, self practicing self-love. Self-respect doesn't mean you're selfish. And that's about expectations too, okay? So, peace and love to everybody out there. I appreciate you tuning in. Check out my website, theartofrelationships.org. And you can catch the Art of Relationships show live every Tuesday and Thursday at 12 noon Eastern time, people. Again, happy 2020. Keep spreading uh, peace and love out there, people. Bye-bye.